Okay, new data from the CRA shows that recent efforts to crack down on tax evasion by the ultra or super rich has resulted in not one, zero prosecutions or convictions. And that has come to light after a question recently posed by the NDP's Matthew Green in Parliament. And he joins us now for more on this on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Matthew, good afternoon and thanks for your time. Thanks for finding the time, Jeff. This is a very important topic. Well, first off, when we talk about the ultra-rich, just who exactly are we talking about here? What sort of net worth, what percentage of Canadians? Yeah, these aren't your neighbors. These are people who have $50 million or more in net worth. This is the ultra-wealthy of our country, the 1%. All right. And how exactly are they going about sheltering themselves and their wealth? Well, we asked a written question to find out if the government had achieved anything in its fight against tax evasion by wealthy individuals, particularly the high net worth individuals. And we came to find out that not only through the 6,000 CRA audits, you know, 3,000% increase in program funding, there had been no criminal prosecutions and consequently no convictions of millionaires who haven't been paying their fair share. All right. So what does that tell us then? Are they uh, therefore not evading uh, taxes? Well, you know, I think this is where the high paid tax accountants and tax lawyers would argue the difference between avoidance versus evasion. This is the money that's going offshore. We've heard about this time and time again. Think about the 900 people who are on the Panama Papers. Many other countries around the world have successfully investigated and prosecuted these tax shelters, but we just haven't done that here in Canada. And when you think about the fact that 53% of all Canadians are $200 away from not being able to pay their bills or their debts on time, and yet 44 of our country's billionaires actually amassed $78 billion more during COVID, you know, I think it begs the question coming out of this COVID crisis is like, Who's going to pay the cost? And what's been made clear, uh, abundantly clear through this question, is that it's not going to be the ultra wealthy in this country. I guess the other question you might ask is, is the problem here with the players or is it with the game? And does uh, the rules of the game need to be changed? Well, I think as long as, you know, this liberal government refuses to fix the flaws in our tax laws, millionaires will most certainly take advantage of the tax loopholes at the expense of working class people and small businesses. Now, look, if you're a small business, a small mom and pop shop, and you get behind in your taxes, mark my words, the CRA will come up with a number that you owe, and they absolutely will go into your bank account and garnish that money. But yet, if you have ultra wealth and you have the ability to drag it out in court, not only will they not investigate you, but they won't even take it to court. So, you know, this is a situation where we have had the ultra wealthy writing our tax laws, certainly taking advantage of them. And this feels a lot like like a feature and not a bug of our current tax system. All right. So what needs to be done then, Matthew? What would you what would your party, the NDP, like to see happen here? Well, rather than going after the low hanging fruit and like, look, This is a situation we're in a time and place right now where there seems to be so much emphasis on CRA going after people on CRB payments, you know, the piddly $2,000 a month, when it's pretty clear that they're continuing to roll out the red carpet for the ultra wealthy, let's just take the rules we have and apply them. And if there are instances where we know that money is going offshore, and we did another question, by the way, Jeff, we wanted to track how many 
transactions above $10,000 or more were going offshore. And that also resulted in no investigations. So we have more data than, we, than we've ever had before. We have international cooperation, and yet we continue to have a liberal government that just refuses to go after the ultra wealthy. Other countries have, but why haven't we? Do we need more investigations, do you think? Or are they going to bear little, if any, fruit at all, much like we've seen here and what we're uh, talking about? I mean, if we're going to continue to investigate, but to find that, uh, I guess there's no wrongdoing or at least no prosecutions and uh, no charges, uh, again, do we need to go back and address the rules here? Do we need to uh, tighten some of these tax rules and these loopholes? We absolutely, look, we know this is happening. We see it. We, The CRA in its own response acknowledged the increased use of offshore and aggressive tax planning by high net worth individuals. And it noted a significant influx of new international and domestic data. So there is cooperation internationally to close the tax loopholes. Uh, we just don't have a government that's willing to actually pursue it. And so despite the fact that CRA is you know, unable to reveal an exact number of the amount recovered by wealthy individuals, we happen to believe that it's not, like it's, it's zero. The number is zero. So not only are they not prosecuting this, the laws as they're set up are designed to account for offshore income tax to be paid here. And that's the difference between avoidance and evasion. If you take your money offshore to hide it in a tax shelter in Barbados or somewhere, then you are avoiding taxes provided you are declaring your income domestically. The moment you stop declaring your income domestically, you begin to enter into the criminal evasion. And so, you know, we think that the priority should be on those who are most uh, like egregiously flouting our rules. And we should have a government that has enough confidence and courage to actually take a stand against the ultra wealthy, notwithstanding the fact that we had mentioned, you know, billionaires are, are profiting during this pandemic and the average working class Canadian continues to struggle. Do you think the government can afford it not to close these uh, loopholes and afford uh, no longer to, uh, you know, go after, uh, convict, uh, prosecute uh, those that might be uh, evading uh, taxes when you consider, as you've mentioned a couple of times, the pandemic spending, the, the record spending and the deep debt that the governments at all levels are now in after the uh, pandemic? But is this something they c- can afford to see continue? Yeah, we're losing like upwards of $250 billion a year through tax loopholes. And this is definitely a revenue problem. This is a situation where we have a two-tier tax system where our current income tax structure targets people's work, their hard work and their labor versus the wealth that is hoarded and acquired through capital and through stocks and shares and CEO bonuses at a time when working class people uh, watched significant amounts of money go to private corporations through wage subsidies only to watch that same money be transferred again to dividends and CEO bonuses rather than to the workers it was actually intended to protect. Just finally, this two-tier system, Matthew, is it your fear, the fear of the NDP, that those that have been hit hardest by the pandemic, and we're talking employees, small businesses, small business owners, they once again are going to bear the brunt here when it comes to uh, repaying uh, the cost of the pandemic then? That is absolutely our fear. We've been fighting for tax fairness. And I think that any listener who is who is tuned in today, regardless of their partisan stripe, they will look at what's happened during COVID. They will see the wealth that has been acquired and they will know in their hearts, particularly in situations like the tax havens, that this is a two-tier system and it's one that puts all the burden on working class people. Matthew, really appreciate your time with us here this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us and updating us. 
Thank you for having me on the show. You bet. Matthew Green is with the NDP.